Hello from sunny Austin, Texas, and welcome to the Healthcare Soothsayer podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bonnie Clipper, and yes, I'm a nurse. I have worked for more than 30 years as a nurse, chief nurse executive, innovation strategist, and speaker. I have taken the message of Nursing Innovation International and look forward to continuing this message to transform health. This podcast will bring you thought leaders and ideas that you may not have otherwise heard from. Enjoy the show. Our guest today is Josh Weimer, market level chief nursing informatics officer in the San Diego area. Josh, welcome to Healthcare Soothsayers. Thank you so very much. And I know that you have a statement for us today before we go too much farther. Yeah, very much appreciate that. Uh, so I just want to share with the audience that the views expressed in this episode will be my own and do not reflect the policy or position of the U.S. Navy, Department of Defense, or the U.S. government. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And Josh, I'm, I'm so excited to be talking with you because you have an incredible perspective on something that uh, is important and maybe even near and dear to many of us. And you are deeply embedded in the informatics space, and you're an expert there. Tell us about what you're working on and, and kind of tell us about what you've been up to. Yeah, so thank you. It's a, absolutely a privilege to be here. And I, this is an exciting time uh, to be involved with anything tech, anything innovation, and, and matching that with healthcare and the evolution we're going through uh, and experiencing right now is, is just a phenomenal opportunity. So, you know, it... This begins obviously with safe, continuous quality patient care, but ultimately there are just so many ways we can go uh, on that path uh, forward. And I think that uh, obviously given the opportunities and challenges that are upon us, uh, that <laughs> it's an absolute great time to be involved with anything uh, in the field and, and pushing those initiatives forward. And uh, at least here for us in the Southern California area, in our market, um, having recently taken a 20-year leap into the future or to the now uh, with a EHR uh, conversion, you know, it, 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 it goes back to that bedside uh, care and making sure that that uh, is absolutely the highest quality and represented in the data sets that we know from our side really represent the future of, of quality care, of evidence-based practice, and, and so many of the, the higher level technologies that our field healthcare is just starting to mature. Which is really cool because EHR is here to stay and it feels as though we continue to get more savvy and smarter about how we use it and what we use it for. Can you talk a little bit about how you're sort of um, incorporating feedback from nurses and other clinicians? I'm hopeful that we're reducing some of the redundancies and, and really trying instead to optimize outcomes. Can you talk a little bit about your process? How are you hearing those voices and how are you optimizing the perspective of clinicians? Sure. And that, and that is such a compelling discussion because uh, I, I think that tech and innovation uh, several decades ago, you could have, you would have potentially been able to stratify it by age group or professional group or professional sector. But now it really is 
permeated every aspect of our daily life and it's really come into the clinical space as well. So looking to make a difference in my current role, it's so exciting to see so many well-engaged clinicians at the bedside and that includes the nurses. Uh, Quite often the practitioners have been ahead of us, but now seeing the nurses stepping up, disrupting those linear uh, data relationships, uh, seeing creative ways seeing higher fidelity ways to capture patient care. It's just, it's wide open. And, and as we all know, and, and you are both fans of, of data and, and knowing that uh, there is truth in data. So making sure that we, we can find it and really have a chance to evolve what tomorrow looks like when it comes to that. And ultimately, whether it be the, char- the nature of the character or the quality or fidelity of the data, that we engage with, absolutely phenomenal to see those platforms and how they've improved our ability to engage with our patients, our fellow clinicians, and then ultimately uh, drive absolute incredible opportunities within clinical practice and the tech platforms that we leverage. So from a clinician perspective, does it change? Would it change my experience much as a frontline caregiver, someone that is interfacing with a patient on a regular basis? What what does that look like? Well, and that that can be variable. I, I'd say for us here, it's been a, a great experience. I think that the value of any innovation is predicated on the ability to integrate it and have it accepted by your staff, your clinicians, your patients. And and so seeing the new with with our new electronic healthcare record it's a fully integrated healthcare re- record cradle to grave if you will full lifespan of a patient uh, medical and dental portions of their record uh, a fully integrated portal with scheduling um, uh, self-scheduling opportunities for certain uh, clinics and then that ability to truly engage and, and as a healthcare consumer myself that ability to truly engage with your data, your lab results, your any number of uh, ancillary results, and then engage with your provider in a, mo- in a more complete and holistic way through open notes or, or the like. So I think that undoubtedly this, this really aligns to the consumer-based experience that we find ourselves competing against in healthcare, which is kind of an unenviable position to need to compete with the apples of the world and the Amazons, those, those heavy, 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 very skilled, very skilled retail experience purveyors that, that have really made it a science to deliver a certain level of experience. That's what we're up against with healthcare today. So as a patient, am I going to notice a difference on the outcome side? And that, that's the holy grail, something that I, I really believe in, and it, it goes back to the data. As EHRs have expanded, as more and more markets have experienced greater greater permeation of the EHR, there ultimately is that opportunity to have broader and broader data sets. And you know, when we're now in data sets that are orders of millions, it's unfathomable of, of in yesterday to think about the outcomes that we can drive. So looking at anything from some routine care, whatever one you would want to pick across a data set of millions, 
I think it, it sparks both of us probably to think about the potential there. And, and I always say this when I do our orientations or speak to groups about informatics or the opportunities of the future in innovation, that if we truly believe in evidence-based practice, if we truly believe in managing uh, to better outcomes, uh, pathway to excellence, any, any of those fa- uh, elements of our care today, we have to be all about innovation and the technology that's in front of us because it ultimately is, it's going to lead us to where we want to go. I'm not that person who, who wants to dive into the data and is able to uh, manipulate it at will, but I am a passionate disciple of making sure that we gather the correct data, that we make it accessible to those who can take us to where we want to go when it comes to not only treatment, bettering the treatment that we give, but finding cures and finding a new pathway forward for so many conditions and the healthcare, routine healthcare that we deliver today. So you and I have had conversations in the past about the importance of artificial intelligence and as as much of the AI continues to um, explode through machine learning, how how do you see AI contributing from a, a patient record, an EHR perspective? And then I want to go into how do we bring nurses on this journey with us, since this is a, a really, um, this is very new to them conceptually to think about AI and how we should also start to depend or rely on something else to guide us. So speaking as a initially a skeptic around AI and some of the demonstrations that were, uh, you know, foisted upon us 10 or 20 years ago, a little bit too early, probably for anybody's good. I, I think that what we ultimately need to get to is is understanding that machine learning, AI, it's here to stay. And it has matured to the point now where um, it, it's making a very real difference on a regular daily basis for, for ultimately for all of us. And, and whether that be in the, the trials that are out there for any number of you know, pharmaceuticals or the like, um, or it, it, it's in our actual patient care. Again, we're the beneficiaries of many generations of uh, professionals and absolute rock stars that have driven this technology. But for me, I think it's most important to really understand that as we look towards sustainability and we look towards uh, scaling healthcare, we cannot do it without machine learning and artificial intelligence. And, and when you layer on top of that, the business realities of the current environment, the, um, that component of our care, and the fact that we are in an environment where um, any number of uh, uh, factors influence it, including you know policy and regulatory whiplash that we go through every few years, uh, as our as our country course corrects as it relates to um, healthcare, it's 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 really a challenge. And, and without AI, machine learning, AI, and and really bringing that to bear on the data we have in front of us. Uh, it, we would be fighting the battle with one hand tied behind our back. And I think that that's really where we can bring in nurses and bring in the, especially the junior professionals in our, in our uh, wider nursing uh, profession to embrace what is ahead. This is technology. This is an opportunity that is not going to go away. 
uh, winning organizations are already leveraging it across all aspects of their care. And ultimately, you know, I see a bias towards innovation. I see a bias towards opportunity among the nurses that I engage with on the floors as I do my rounds. And I think that they will, I'm excited because they have grown up in this technology permeated, saturated environment. And ultimately, I believe that they'll help us take it to the next level. And I think that that's, that's what's exciting is that, you know, we have these amazing tools, they're maturing at mind boggling rates. Uh, and ultimately, we just need to be able to apply that and make sure that we're delivering on the promise of that safe, continuous patient care that I mentioned earlier. So if I was a bedside nurse, why, what's in it for me? Why would I care? Why is it going to be helpful to me that we have AI built into our electronic health records and that's going to help me do something that's going to improve patient care? Why does that matter to me as a nurse? Sure. If I, if I have to sell this to you, I would start with it'll make you a better your job. It will, it will make you a more effective professional. It will protect you. It will help guide through clinical decision support and further and further generations of that tool. It will protect you and make sure that you are you know, guardrails, if you will, on your ability to deliver that safe patient care. And then ultimately, the future, the promise of a fully integrated experience where our patients, this is not going to be <laughs> I, the Dr. Google experience of the future. Patients will have access to broader and broader resources that deliver more and more effective knowledge to their hands, to their devices, to their clinicians for the delivery of care, the quality of the patient education they receive. And ultimately, as our consumer is more and more informed and more and more educated, the nurse is going to be more and more empowered to be an effective clinician and deliver care and make a difference and ultimately better the life of their patients. And I think that that's what I would say is the most compelling piece of this ultimately is having a complete experience where the handheld devices of tomorrow will probably carry most, if not all of the functions of the EHR directly to the bedside, whether or not there is uh, you know, the, the breadth of technologies that are there, that's <laughs> that we could spend a whole day talking about that. But ultimately, you know, that ability to take, it's not going to be tied to that desktop or that workstation on wheels. Uh, and, and I think people will be shocked how quickly we get there over this next uh, decade or so. And ultimately, I, I think this also brings us to another conversation around where is this innovation, where are these leaps being taken? And I think we would be remiss to not acknowledge that it will be concentrated in very fortunate locations such as our country um, or likewise developed places. And I think that it also is going to be a great reminder for nurses to be nurses and, and remember all the other places that need to benefit from the same technology that we all have. And I love how you kind of summed that up because that jives with 
with what I've continued to hear. And that's that there's literally just a couple of things that are sort of the themes of AI and why nurses should care or why it will help us, that it's going to make nurses at the bedside smarter. It's going to make care customizable. And essentially, the biggest thing for nurses that I'm hearing is that it's really going to improve workflows and cut out waste because so many of those little tasks, skills, activities, those things that we just do because that's how we were all trained, if there isn't a benefit to particular patients, we will know that and we will not have to do that thing or get that product or whatever that might be. And over the course of time, that that saves us minutes, steps, time, resources. So I, I look forward to how it improves the job of nurses as well as the outcomes for patients. And as nurses, we like to think of ourselves as being free of that regulatory or policy or the legal landscape when it comes to our care. And, and, we, and we aren't. And, and ultimately, as you so eloquently highlighted, we are looking at the ability to narrow the nurse's focus on the exact assessment that needs to be performed, the exact care or treatment that needs to be delivered to expedite that one patient's experience and wellness. And so much of our healthcare we we deliver today is kind of the shotgun blanket approach where we have to address everything out of fear of missing one thing. And I think that nurses will not be willing to go there unless they feel safe. And ultimately, as we continue to innovate and continue to derive uh, the healthcare of tomorrow, something as simple as the cloud-based environment. Uh, many people think of it as a continuous, uninterrupted space, but those of us that operate systems in the cloud environment know that's not the case either. So as, as net, uh, the cloud starts to uh, permeate even more and more, and then obviously the infinite horizons that are there for algorithms and the size of our data sets, I think that you, as you highlighted, we, we will get to the point where we are focused on being the nurse. And I think that is ultimately for me, the one of the most compelling discussions because how much of even our education pathway or our clinical daily clinical practice is wrapped up with protecting ourselves, our clinical practice, our, the organizations we work with versus truly focused on wellness and delivering care. And that's such a crazy, cool world to aspire to, right? It feels as though we're literally doing our couple of jumps up and down right now on the diving board before we really take that big leap to do the cool, you know, 10 star Olympic dive here. Cause there's so much cool stuff that's coming as a result of this. And I think the work that people like yourself are doing in the informatics space is so incredibly important because not only are you helping to create the thing or build the thing, you're also having to bring nurses along with you and help educate and help use them as advocates as well along the way. Can you talk a little bit about how you're being sort of inclusive to bring people along with you in this co-creation space? Sure. So I, I think that this is all about 
you just said the words, this is about being inclusive and, and reaching out and empowering those around us. Ultimately, we all want to be better. We all want to be faster. We need to be stronger. We most definitely need to be more resilient and we need to own the future. And I think that that is one of the most compelling arguments for being inclusive because good ideas come from everywhere and there are good ideas out there just waiting to be discovered. And I think one of the most compelling conversations I've ever had around this topic boiled down to the answers are already within our organizations. We just have not gotten out there and found them yet. And I think that that's, that's what we need to really understand and embrace. Yes, technology, yes, innovation, they will help guide us to where we want to go. But the individuals, the professionals, the engaged clinicians with the answers already are there with their creative thoughts and their creative processes within our organizations. And it's a matter of us tapping into that. And I think that the other component is, is that as much as nurses want to or need to be engaged, we too often step to the side and we need to really, as leaders in the nursing profession, we need to bring along the newest members of our profession and teach them to be fearless because it's not that we're usurping anyone in the multidisciplinary team, but we most definitely should not defer to anybody in the multidisciplinary team because we really have an incredible amount to bring to the table. And I think we need to also extend that same empowerment to um, all those fellow professionals in our teams that might manage the diagnostics or the therapeutics or the technology or our ancillary and our support personnel. We need to bring all of the players into the equation to really discover where we want to go. And I think for myself, as someone who's quite involved with the electronic healthcare record at a market level, I really worry or dwell on the burden that that the excess burden that that's placing on everyone who comes in contact with it. And I think that if we can be that engaged and that fanatical about bettering the experience, optimizing the experience, reducing the burden, but then to being just as dedicated to bringing in other ideas. Uh, I think that we need to get past that barrier of listening. And, and we all know that we are better if we listen. And I think that ultimately that's one of the big keys to demonstrating quality and the value of the equity and the inclusion of everybody in our teams is we, we have to give them the space and ultimately the value is there. I've seen it time and time again, the solution comes from the most unlikely place in a team. And I, I think that that's the pathway forward there for us. And I love that because I think that as nurses and healthcare professionals all across, you know, all of the disciplines, everyone has so much to contribute. There's room for everyone. So finding a way to make those collaborations work really are going to turn things like our EHRs into the most valuable platforms they can be, not only for patient outcomes, but for each of us and for how we practice and what we do. And, and I think those answers are coming, are, they're going to come down several lanes. We cannot ignore the, the innovation that comes out of even large managed care organizations, but there are some incredible David and Goliath startup stories going on right now in the machine learning kind of AI space that I think will really drive the conversation around pr predictive analytics and managing big or dimensional data as we move forward. And ultimately, the, 
they will both, both those components, the established kind of old guard and the new feisty innovative, they will ultimately drive the future together. That's a super cool thought. What else would you like to kind of leave us with as you think about the informatics world and everything that you have going on? I, I think that it's all about optimism. I think it's about the entrepreneurial component of each of us. I think it's about being biased towards change and opportunity. Uh, I think a certain component, it's about uh, being fearless. And even if, even if fearless is a pretty unattainable goal, truly being empowered to the point where we can take those educated risks, those calculated risks for the benefit benefit of our, our patients and, and ourselves. And I think that when you combine that with all that's upon us when it comes to innovations around data and the speed with which we can communicate and ultimately this wrap around opportunity we have with tech and innovation uh, of the next few years, uh, that, that there really is that unlimited opportunity for those out there who might have that creative idea start exploring it, take some risk, and you're going to make change. And I think that even when we miss the target, we've we've taken our shot and uh, we get better. And ultimately, the healthcare of tomorrow will not be shaped by those who do not seek change and opportunity. And I think that we will find uh, that there are huge achievements ahead. And even players that we don't know yet will be huge names in the field in the next five to 10 years. And that, and that's what keeps me interested, keeps me reading, keeps me engaged. And ultimately, I'm excited to see what those new and innovative places we travel to will look like. And that's a great place for us to put a pin in it for today. And thank you so much, Josh, for, for being with us. I always appreciate my time with you. You teach me so much and you leave me with so much to think about. So thanks again for being with us today on the Healthcare Soothsayers podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes for this show to find Josh's contact information and how to learn more about his work. Thanks again for being with us today. Thanks so much for listening to Healthcare Soothsayers. I really do appreciate it. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and share it with your network. That is how we grow and learn. If you have ideas for show topics for guests, please reach out to me directly at ThoughtLeaderRN on Twitter. For information about this show or any of the others in the Touchpoint Media Network, please check them out at touchpoint.health.